Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with my new friend, Greta Eskridge, and we are talking about all things nature and adventure and um, adventure inside and outside of your home. We're talking about her new book. It's called 100 Days of Adventure nature activities, creative projects, and field trips for every season. But we're also talking about homeschooling, uh, which is, you know, it all kind of goes hand in hand with e- with with each other. Homeschooling yeah. is not just sitting down and doing a bunch of boring worksheets. I mean, you can do that if you want to. And sometimes that's a good thing. I'm not mocking those who do that. We do boring worksheets sometimes because it's necessary. <laughs> sometimes kids just need to learn things um, that way. But there are other ways to learn other things as well. And one of those yeah. things is by adventuring together as a family and with friends, bring other friends into it yeah. with you. But before we jump back into our conversation, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math curriculum, go to ctcmath.com. Check them out. You can try it for free and see if it's a good fit for your family. And like I mentioned in part one, they are the sponsor of our new podcast called Homeschool Insights. And that is just a short shot in the arm. It's 10 minutes or less of homeschool encouragement. So visit us at Homeschool Insights. That's a new podcast. You can find it on any podcast app. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, um, you can find it there as well. We'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. Um, So thank you to CTC Math for sponsoring that podcast as well. Um, But I want to go back in the beginning of the first episode, Greta, you talked about having been homeschooled yourself. And I think Mm -hmm. you said fourth grade through 12th grade, you were homeschooled. Talk about your experience of being homeschooled. I, I love second generation homeschool parents because they come with such a different perspective than most of us who were not homeschooled growing up. Um, so I would love to hear what your experience was like. What did you love about homeschooling? Maybe what you didn't love um, and just how that has shaped who you are today as a homeschool mom. Yeah, this is one of my favorite topics. Uh, I will start with a story. I loved being homeschooled so much that by the time I was 13, I think I decided when I had kids of my own, I would homeschool. And so when I started dating my husband, we were on our second date and I was 18 years old. And um, I said, hey, by the way, I'm going to be homeschooling my kids when I have them someday. (laughs) So if you're not okay with that, we probably shouldn't keep seeing each other. And um, <laughs> I love that. that was like a line in the sand for me. Like nice. I am, this is a big deal. Um, that's how much it meant to me is that uh-huh. I was committed to it so much so that I would tell this guy who I had dated one time yeah. that th- this was the trajectory I saw for my life. And so I think that gives an indication of how much I loved it. Yeah. Homeschooling to me, I loved the freedom that it allowed me. I had, you know, I could get through my schoolwork as fast as I could so that I could go work at the library or go babysit or just go read in my treehouse in the backyard. Um, I loved the freedom that I had. I saw I had so much more educational freedom and just freedom with I had more time than my school traditionally schooled counterparts. And I loved that. I flourished in that. Um, I also loved the opportunity to take time, um, like freedom with with time again, but in terms of like my schoolwork. So there were some things that I needed more time with, you know, like math was something that I struggled with. And so I needed more time and other subjects like reading or writing, I could whiz through. And I love that freedom too. But I would say the thing that impacted me the most and that I have carried with me 
um, into my own schooling of my own kids is the relationship aspect of homeschooling. The um, ability to just really form strong, lasting connection with my parents Mm. because we had so much time together and that is a precious gift. And so since I loved it so much myself with them, I knew I wanted that with my kids. And I have to say 13 years in to homeschooling my own kids, um, it's the best part the relational part, getting to have all that time to spend together. It is something that I will cherish for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, I love that answer. And I am right there with you. I was not homeschooled, of course, growing up, but the relationship that I have with my girls Mm -hmm. far outweighs any hardship or struggle of homeschooling. And I I mean, there's just nothing better than being able to spend time with, with, our kids. And yeah. um, it, it is such an absolute blessing this week that we're recording this right now. As a matter of fact, my girls are both at summer camp with their American heritage girls troop. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that they've both been away from me like this for, you know, they're, they're gone for a total of, you know, four and a half days. Yeah. And I told Garrett, I was like, I feel like I'm missing two limbs. Like, it's just so weird. Right. And it's not that I can't stand to be away from my kids, but I just, they're just part of our world all yeah. the time. And so I, and you I like them. being with them, right? I like, like being with them. We love being with our kids. Yes. And I I can't, I could never relate to the parents that I would talk to who their kids are in traditional school. And they would say, I could never homeschool. Like they're home with me just for the summer. And I'm yeah. like just dying at the end because I just need them to go back to school. And I think part of that is because they're not used to being together all the time, like we are as homeschoolers. And, and so I always say, I think you'd be surprised you would be able to do it. And actually you would learn to love it, but you just haven't had the chance, you know, because you really do grow to love being with your kids. And they're just, they, they, I delight in them. I really, really love them. Yeah, I need break sometimes, but. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there's no shame in saying that. <laughs> no, I'm not. I have no zero qualms saying, hey, uh, I need a break. Yeah. That's totally okay. But but um, on the whole, I really love to be with them. Yeah, I love that you say that you delight in being with your kids because I do as well. And I've said this before on the podcast, but I'll say it for those maybe who are new to listening. I have often had people say, you know, the same, same that you've heard people say that I couldn't stand being with my kids. I could never stand homeschooling them and being with them all day, every day. And my answer to them is that's because you're not the one raising them. Someone else is raising them for 40 plus hours a week Mm -hmm. for, you know, 36 weeks or so during their life, you know, or, you know, during the year. And, um, and when someone else is raising them, they're being raised with someone else's standards and discipline and training yeah. and everything else. And when it's not you, they're not going to act the way that you want them to act. They're not going to behave according to your family's standards. And I think a lot yeah. of parents just don't realize that they're like, what in the world, you know, is going on with my kids? I'm like, just take them back, take them back and give it yeah. time. Like you said, give it time, start implementing your own discipline and rules and, and 
do things, you know, use things like Brett's new book, hundred days of adventure. These are the things that build those relationships for those yeah. parents who are bringing their kids home this year. I know it's a really scary thing. There are so many yeah. parents who, for the first time, they're like, okay, we're done with the schools. We're bringing them home. And now we don't know what to do. Start here. Well, start with God's word. Always. That's always yeah. where we start. Start with the word of God, learn about his creation, and then go out and explore it together. And you start building that relationship with your kids through adventure and through reading and through just developing um, memories with them. And you watch how your kids' behavior will change. Yeah. I guarantee it. It absolutely will. Um, But if you sit them down and try to get them to do school like they've done in the public school or in a private school for their whole life, and you try to recreate that, that's going to cause some kind of conflict and frustration yeah. because it's going to look different. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, go adventure with your kids. Yeah. So, just inviting them to sit on the couch with you to do school together side by side. And when it's difficult, you're there, are, you know, your shoulders are touching and you put your yeah. arm around them and you can say, Hey, I'm sorry, this is a tough lesson. Why don't we have a cup of tea together? And and then we'll come back to it. Like having the, the freedom to do that and to yep. make even learning relational yep. and connecting that is transformational. And, and that's the kind of thing that you can do when you homeschool your kids. And it's, it's just such a blessing. It's such a gift. And it's, and when we remember that, we remember that it's a gift and we have the freedom to make it be what is best for our kids and best for our family. It just changes it all. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with managing homeschooling your child on a day-to-day basis? BJU Press has a new homeschool planner that can simplify your homeschooling. With BJU Press Homeschool Hub, you can see your child's work for each day, track grades, and grade assignments all in one organized system. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub can make your experience more manageable and more enjoyable. You can have the resources you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the hub can improve your homeschooling. Parents everywhere are waking up to the fact that God is calling them to teach their children His Word. BibleQuest gives you a plan and resources to do just that, using the incredibly effective classical model. Help your students memorize biblical information through games and scripture memory songs. Build their understanding with easy-to-use Bible discussions. Mentor them to be wise doers and sharers of the Word. Biblical knowledge, understanding, and wisdom for a lifetime. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked, R-O-C-K-E-D. That's BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked, R-O-C-K-E-D. We are back with Greta. Um, I want you to talk about, uh, before we went to the break, I spoke a little bit to those first time homeschool parents, you know, who are just, you know, their knees are knocking and they're a little bit scared. And we totally understand that we're here with you. We are here to help you. This is what we do. But what advice would you give to a new homeschool parent who's just getting started? And they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is really scary, but I know that it's what's best for my family. Help, help this parent out. Okay. Well, I can't help you because I had that exact experience before I was homeschooled. My parents had my brother and I in in traditional school. We were in a private Christian school, but it was traditionally run school. And, Mm -hmm. and when we, they pulled us out that first year to homeschool us, um, it was a big transition for all of us. And, and um, there were parts of it that were hard. And there were times where we said, can we just go back to the way we used to do it? Because that was what we knew. Right. 
But um, what we found was at first, my mom tried to recreate school, just like you said, Mm -hmm. like, because that was familiar for all of us. It felt safe. Familiar is safe, right? But we quickly discovered that standing up to say the Pledge of Allegiance in our at the dining room table didn't work. Like there, it just we weren't doing school at home. We were yeah. homeschooling, and it was different. And so she shifted gears, and really, we spent that first year just learning to be together every day and learning um, to um, cultivate that relationship. So my advice would be don't recreate school. Don't Mm -hmm. make it exactly the same. You don't have to have the same schedule. You can eat breakfast around the table and that can be the time that you read aloud to them a book while everybody's eating breakfast. Or you can um, start with the subject that either is the hardest for everybody and get it out of the way. Or you can say, let's start with the subject that makes you the most excited. You have the freedom to to make the schedule the the thing that works best for your family. But I would say don't even be so focused on um, all the academics and feeling like you have to keep up academically. I would say choose the few subjects that you think are the most important for your kids to stay on top of and then really focus on cultivating connection and relationship. So cook together, do learn to do chores together, um, spend time together, um, reading or being outside, set up rhythms of going for walks together or bike rides, walking the dog, shopping together, um, set up a rhythm where you're intentionally interacting with other homeschoolers, like Mm -hmm. where you see them weekly or you invite them over, you know, for afternoon snacks and a bike ride. Um, do art together, like cultivate connections in your family, but also cultivate connections with other people because yeah. that transition, um, you're, you've pulled your kids away from their community of friends. So you need to make sure you put some of that back into, um, into their lives and into your life, homeschool mom, because yeah. you might find that it's lonely for you too. So I think cultivating connections in lots of different ways that should be your emphasis for that first year when you're starting this homeschool journey. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. What is your typical homeschool day look like? I'm assuming, I, I don't know this about you, but I'm <laughs> no, assuming I'm excited to hear from your book, <laughs> since you wrote hundred days of adventure um, and you, you're into nature activities and ex- exploration stuff that you are more of a Charlotte Mason type of a homeschooler. Am I right? <laughs> You nailed it. I totally am. (laughs) Give me books, give me nature and a good snack. And we are golden. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so if you guys are wondering what is Charlotte Mason all about? Well, we just happened to do an entire podcast on Charlotte Mason um, with Sonia Schaefer recently. So go back and listen to that one. If you're not sure what the Charlotte Mason method is, but tell us what your typical homeschool day would look like. Okay. Well, um, we, I have, like I said, now we have three teenagers and teenagers love to sleep in. So we don't start like right, right, bright and early. Yeah. You Uh, are my kind of girl. um, (laughs) I think I would say one of the best parts of homeschooling is you have the freedom to start school later if you need to. And that is a gift. I generally wake up before the kids because I really like that time when it's Uh quiet and I can get some stuff done. Um, or even just have the time to just drink my coffee and read um, before anybody's talking to me. That's awesome. So generally we'll start together. Everybody makes their own breakfast because they're all old enough now. 
they all like to make their own thing. And so everybody makes their own breakfast, cleans up after themselves, and then we'll gather in the living room. And we, that's the chunk of time that I feel is the most sacred to me. We read the Bible together and we um, read generally like a missionary story or a story of some person of faith, because I Mm -hmm. really want to give my kids a, a vision of what it looks like to live out their faith daily. And so there's so many inspiring people who've done that. So we read um, from that book all together. I'm reading aloud to all of them. I think you should never stop reading aloud to your kids. Doesn't matter how old they are. And then we generally read something from um, like geography that we're studying or um, history that we're reading their health book. So a lot, I try to do as many subjects together reading aloud as I can, mm-hmm. um, especially for my three older kids. And then they go off to do their own thing. And then I do subjects with just the um, 10 year old. Okay. Actually, he's almost 11. So <laughs> I got to remember because that's important to kids. So, yes, so then I do things with just him okay. and the big kids can do their own stuff. And then we'll come back for whatever different people need help with and generally try to finish by early afternoon. Okay. I love it. That is almost exactly what we do. Um, and it's so funny because you're like, we're not early morning people. I'm not, and <laughs> we're not either. Um, now what's early to you? Like what, what would be your typical, like realistic, everybody's done with breakfast and we're now sitting down to read time of the day. Um, in my ideal world, it would be nine, but in the real world, I would say it's 10. Okay. <laughs> Which for a lot of people, they're like, whoa, that is really late. But I oh, feel no. like we've gotten up, we've eaten breakfast, we've cleaned up the kitchen. Everybody's, you know, ready to just gather together. And some of, some of my kids actually get up before that and, and work out or draw or yep. get their math done, but not all of them. So it's like, we can get everybody together, whether you've just woken up or you and eaten breakfast or you've gotten up and done some of your own stuff. Yeah. That's 9.30 or 10 is my ideal. Let's all meet together time. Yeah. That's so great. I ask that because I want people to understand, like you do what works best for your family. Yeah. I've shared this lots of times. We are a super late family. We just are. We've always been that way because my husband he used to have a job where he got home from work Mm. at like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And so my girls always would stay up late and their bedtime from the time they were born, you know, was at like 11 or 1130 or else they would never get to see him. Yeah. Well, that's just always kind of stuck. And so my girls are rarely in bed before 11 o'clock and my girls are 11 and 16 and it's always been that way. And so by the time we all, you know, get in bed, fall asleep, get up in the morning and just like you, I'm almost always the first one up. I get up, I make my tea with my vanilla creamer (sighs) and sit and, you know, have my quiet time with the Lord, um, before typically before anyone else is up Mm -hmm. and then they all roll out of bed. Well, eventually after I wake them up, um, about 16 <laughs> times, <laughs> which is what it takes yeah. to get both of my kids out of bed now. Yeah. Um, you know, but they finally get up, roll out of bed. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so we often, we will not start our day until sometime between like 10 and 11. Yeah. And, and it's fine because it, yeah. it's what it works for a family. I would much rather have a rested child who mm-hmm. is alert and attentive yeah. than to have someone who's not, but then we have lots of friends, you know, Abby's an early morning person. And so her kids are up earlier and they're, you know, she's, I think an hour behind me. 
um, her time zone is an hour behind me and she starts school before we do. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> and lots of people do. And that's great yeah. because that's what works for their families. Yeah. So we have the freedom to make yeah. it be whatever we want. Right. And it, yes. I just love that because I think for, for me now, especially with so many teens, like they yeah. often want to talk late at night. Right. Like that's when yep. they want to talk yep. either to, to me or my husband or to each other. And right. I just, Again, I'm always going to choose relationships. So if that yes. means we have a later start because they stayed up late talking, that's yeah. okay with me. Yeah. Um, I think that that's a, just a real gift. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Well, we're out of time, but we're going to come back tomorrow. We're going to finish this discussion, talk more about adventuring tomorrow and um, see what Greta has to bring. So thank you again so much, Greta, for being with us today. Again, we will put all things Greta Eskridge in the show notes. You'll have all the links. You'll have a link to her new book, 100 Days of Adventure. It's a fantastic book. And if you have not yet watched the movie Schoolhouse Rocked, go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com. You can purchase the DVD. You can uh, download the movie and watch it on streaming, um, whatever works best for you. Stream it, DVD it. Um, if you do DVDs, uh, buy, buy an extra one for a friend. We have a lot of people who are handing them out to friends. I just got another message today from a friend of mine who... Um, who is reaching out to a friend who's asking questions about homeschooling. She said, I'm so excited to share your movie mm -hmm. with this friend and just thankful that she has the resource to be able to do that because it answers all of the questions that people have about home education and family discipleship. So if you haven't seen it, go to the website, schoolhouserocked.com. Thank you guys for joining us today. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.